Hello and welcome to prayer in the evening for Thursday the 30th of April. We use the liturgy taken from the UK Methodist Worship Book along with other prayers and times of open prayer. We gather together at the end of this day to pray as a people to God giving thanks for the good things that have happened today, offering to God our confession for the things that we've done wrong and bringing to him our concerns for the people, places and situations that we're concerned about today. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. God has sent into our hearts the spirit of his Son, crying, Abba, Father. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And recognising that so often we struggle to do what God requires of us and find it very easy to stray from the road that he would have us take. We come now to confess our sins to God. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your Spirit, and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. This, friends, is the good news, that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. And now we're going to listen to... Some music, a song, a hymn played and sung by my colleague, Pastor Jacob Molyneux, At the Cross.
have wrought such a marvel of wonder and might. It was done for I felt at the cross as I knelt that my darkness was changed into light. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light And the burden of my heart rolled away It was there by faith I received my sight And now I am happy all the day Once again, thanks to my colleague, Pastor Jacob, for that music. And now a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence that waking or sleeping, we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our psalm for this evening is Psalm 67. God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon the earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad for you will judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let all the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And so again this evening we continue with our readings from the book of Deuteronomy. Where Moses is recalling to the people of Israel the commandments and the laws that God has given. And in this reading, which is Deuteronomy chapter 6, we hear a very famous prayer, a very famous Jewish prayer known as the Shema, that is recited 
and that is bound and kept close. The prayer being here, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So Deuteronomy chapter 6. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the ordinances that the Lord your God has charged me to teach you, to observe in the land that you're about to cross into and occupy, so that you and your children's children may fear the Lord your God in all the days of your life and keep all his decrees and his commandments that I am commanding you, so that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently, so that it may go well with you, and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead. Write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob to give you, a land with fine, large cities that you did not build, houses filled with all sorts of goods that you did not fill, hewn cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when you have eaten your fill, take care that you do not forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. The Lord your God you shall fear, him you shall serve, and by his name alone you shall swear. Do not follow other gods, any of the gods of the peoples who are, are around you, because the Lord your God who is present with you is a jealous God. The anger of the Lord your God will be kindled against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the earth. Do not put the Lord your God to the test, as you tested him at Massa. You must diligently keep his commandments and his decrees and his statutes that he commanded you. Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, so that it may, well go, may go well with you, and so that you may go in and occupy the good land the Lord swore to your ancestors to give you, thrusting out all your enemies from before you as the Lord promised. When your children ask you in time to come, what is the meaning of the decrees and the statutes and the ordinances that the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your children, we were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. The Lord displayed before our eyes great and awesome signs and wonders against Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his household. He has brought us out from there in order to bring us in, 
to give us the land that he promised on oath to our ancestors. Then the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our lasting good, so as to keep us alive as is now the case. If we diligently observe this entire commandment before the Lord our God as he has commanded us, we will be in the right. And may God, through the Holy Spirit, open our hearts and our minds to the meaning of those words. Thanks be to God. Now, Lord, you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And now we come to our prayers for the world in which we live, for the people that are in it. And for the church to which God has called us. During these prayers there'll be a pause of about 30 seconds when I encourage you to bring any concerns that you have to God either silently or out loud for God hears both. And equally at that point I also encourage you to pause the recording, spend more time in the presence of God to listen as well as to speak. For prayer is a conversation. And sometimes we struggle, or God struggles, to get a word in edgeways. So let us pray. Christ, through whom all things were made, sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ present in word, sacrament and sign, grant us your peace. And loving God, we bring to you our world. Remembering with sadness that we live in a deeply unequal world and indeed a deeply unequal society where people's worth are measured by wealth. So we pray for all those who have nothing. Those who are the outcasts, those who are seen as being less important. We remember that with sadness again that the greed of our nation and other Western nations have caused misery 
and pain across the world. So forgive us for that greed. And we pray that that might be a more fair and equitable sharing of the world's resources. We remember all who have no food, no shelter, no employment. Those who are exploited, victims of slavery, even in our day and age. And even amidst all the pandemic, we are aware that our world is still a violent place. And so we pray for all parts of our world where there is violence, disharmony. Too many to mention, indeed many not known to us. Remember all this day who are struggling with the burden of illness. With all who struggle with infirmity due to old age. For all who are living with long-term chronic conditions. And for all who have been diagnosed with terminal conditions. We pray for those affected by COVID-19 and indeed all whose health has been compromised for whatever reason. We pray for those in authority, for leaders, national, international and local. We pray for wisdom And that they might be as Christ was. The one who came not to be served, but to serve. And we pray for your church. Your church throughout the world and indeed your church more locally. for churches and chapels in our circuit and beyond, for ecumenical partners, and for all who seek to make known the good news of Jesus Christ. And in our Methodist cycle of prayer, we pray for the United Methodist Church in Southern and Central Europe, in Poland, Romania, Serbia, Slovakia and Switzerland and closer to home we remember the Yorkshire North and East District of the Methodist Church of Great Britain and for its chair the Reverend Leslie Newton
and in the peace of our hearts we remember before God those who are known to us and before that we pray for Brian, for Peter, for the family of Debbie, for the family of Ken. And we bring to God now those known to us who are in need of prayer. Merciful God, renew our hearts with the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. May we shine more brightly and share more boldly the treasures of good news through lives of radical generosity, unconditional love, faith-filled hope, merciful justice and liberating forgiveness. And all our prayers, for your glory we pray. Amen. And we join in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness of the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness that we may take our rest in peace through the Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest for you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. May the souls of the faithful for the mercy of God rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen. Good night and God bless.